Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe Podcast. It is a new day. Okay, so yesterday I was doing this podcast and it, it, it's just amazing how things can change for good or bad. This is good. This is really, really good. Last three and a half, four weeks has been an absolute nightmare. I'm not even shitting you, man. My knee has been just killing me. You've heard me complain about it nonstop. Go to the doc. He goes, yep. You got a, uh, hey, hype trade. Hey, all right, hype trade. Easy. Uh, Your knee, you have arthritis. It is time to stop running. And when he told me that, I went, uh, I I don't know. All right, I guess. I guess I'll just swim now for physical activity and, and walk. And maybe even walk with a cane. I'm not kidding you. It, it's, it was that uncomfortable. I was sitting right here yesterday. And Rick said, I think I have the cure. Now, the first thing I thought when Rick said that from TC Paintball was, he wants me to smoke pot. Like, All right, I'll bite. I'll see what's up. I get him on the phone. And Rick explains to me that he has similar issues with his knees. And I remember him talking about it. I remember him, uh, uh, oh boy, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, and that was that was crazy to me because Rick, he seems like he's invulnerable. You know, the way he moves on that uh, paintball field. But he's like, yeah, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And he, he didn't feel good about that. Then he stumbled into... A show on Rogan where Rogan had a guy known as Knees Over Toes Guy 
or Ben Patrick is his name. I guess he's a former athlete that kind of wasn't that great. But um, he figured out somehow, and I, I have no research on this guy yet other than his name. I haven't had time to. I've been too busy doing what Rick suggested, which I'll get to in a second. Rick goes, the basis for this guy in treaty in making your knees bulletproof as opposed to backing off is to actually stress the knees. Like really? Um, most of the time, if you know, if you've ever like, uh, occasionally you'll see that if you're doing like squats or if you're doing any type of, uh, lunging exercises, the knee should stay over your ankle knees over toes guy says, no way, no way. You put the knee well past your toes as far as you can full flexion. And, uh, he's got all sorts of videos on his Instagram of similar people with, uh, exercise, uh, movements doing this the basis for knees over toes guy is to walk backwards uh preferably with some degree of stress like you're uh, pulling a, a weight sled or walking backwards on a treadmill that's not actually turned on you actually have to use your the strength of moving backwards and it, it's painful and then so Rick told me about that and I was like, wow, well, Hey, I'll try anything, man. It's, it's, it's that bad. You know, I suddenly can't run anymore. That was, that was hurting my soul. I like running or I liked running. Uh, and then I was, of course, uh, this all came because of the docs at Eric, you actually do have arthritis now. So does Rick, but he's got it in both knees. Rick goes, Hey Eric, I'm nearly back to full capacity. And I just started walking backwards. What? Are you kidding me? So then the show ends. And uh, I don't have time to go jump on a treadmill. And, and my knee is hurting like hell as it has been for weeks now. It just throbs. It's just constantly throbbing. It's not as pronounced as of yesterday. Because, um, you know, it was slowly but surely the pain was going away but it was still any type of uh the wrong movement and it's it it's back you know it it, it hurts and uh like i said there's been nights I, I haven't been able to sleep because it's been so uncomfortable so then i'm at the top of my steps and i go i wonder if uh, all these principles apply to walking up and down the steps backwards so i i backed down the steps and then turned around and backed up the steps. I did it two or three times. This is 10 steps. And it was a little wonky. And of course, I've got the railing or the wall I can put my hands on and my balance gets a little screwed up. But I did it. And uh, then I sat down and I started working here. And all of a sudden, it hit me. I didn't feel any pain. I was like, fuck just happened to me huh so i did it again and then uh, i started the patreon and uh before that i texted rick i go does this all apply to steps too because oh yeah there's all sorts of exercises that 
Holy shit. What the fuck just happened to me? I spent the day, went over to the radio station, did radio work yesterday. and All the while, like in between segments, I'm looking at different exercises to do. And uh, it, it continued to like improve. Uh, I'd go find the staircase at the radio station and go up and down the steps backwards. And you can feel, I can feel it where it's like, it kind of aches, but after just a few steps, it, it stop. it doesn't hurt anymore. Now, look, I'm being realistic here. I'm not looking, I'm taking this one day at a time. All I know is the rest of the day yesterday, I did not limp, nor was I in any pain. And I didn't feel so depressed because I wasn't reminded that my knee is shot. I don't know if my knee is actually shot now. Now, there's some detractors on this guy, the uh, Ben Patrick knees over toes guy. And at this point in time, the fact that I had one half of one day pain-free I mean, I'm my own guinea pig here. Uh, This guy's claim is that, you know, there's a lot of, we don't know about exercise and there's a series of muscles on the front of the uh, lower leg, the tibia, that are underutilized and neglected. So when you do these certain things, you you hit these uh, exercises. So, That is fucking nuts to me. How can it be that a physician, it it has no knowledge of this. And he says to me, now I love my doctor, but he says, okay, well, if that pain is there, you just stop running and do not stress this. You just sit and do nothing. Figure out a different exercise to do, but no more running. No more, no more any of that. And then the guy who owns the paintball facility is the dude who I'm now turning to uh, for any type of uh, input. I'm just checking to see if Rick is actually here on the show right now. Um, Trevor. Right, get some braces on those knees. Trevor, right? Is that what it is? Here be rabbit. I haven't seen you in here in a long time. It's good to see you. So I'll be continuing to try to stress this knee to uh, improve it. And who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows what is going to happen? I am not ruling this out now that I can run again. And if I can run again, I'll be so happy. Seriously. I'll be so happy if I can run again. So I'll spend the day today doing my little exercises and doing my 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 knees over toes exercises. Um, yeah, I don't have it in front of me. I'll, I'll show you later on at a different time. Some of the moves that these people do, which they look painful. But the guy's legs, these people that do these exercises where the knees are over the toes, I mean, 
the the strength level, and they, you know, apparently have great knees. We've been doing this all wrong if that's the case. All right. So, hey, uh, life is good as of right now. Uh, Trevor writes, hey, Eric, very cool to see you live. I usually listen to the podcast later in the day, but I always listen. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ryan uh, uh, is back. He has been, I think, traveling or something like that. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see that you're all here. Trucker Dan. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we got plenty of things planned for this week. But before we get to that, I, I want to get right into the story about Larry Nasser. Oh, my God. All sorts of good news yesterday. My knee feels better. And Larry Nasser was stabbed multiple times in federal prison. Dicks out for whoever stabbed Larry Nasser. One of the most ridiculous cases of uh, sexual assault, multiple over years. Uh, it, 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 I tell you what, what, what a glorious day. And I kind of got all of this uh, rant out of my system when I was talking to Bill yesterday before the uh, huge show. And he goes, hey, none of that. I don't want any of that talk. And I go, eh. You serious? Like, who gives a shit about Larry Nasser? Come on. And I said to him, I go, I got a plan, Bill. This is what I want to do on the podcast. I want to call the prison. Because if you know how, like, prisoners, they have, like, uh, credit on their, like, commissary card. Where uh, they can go into, like, the, uh, and, 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 and buy shit, buy smokes or whatever, buy fucking snacks. We got to find out who did this or who is accused of doing this and fill that guy's commissary card. I go, Bill, it'd be a great bit. We'll call the prison and we'll find out who the guy was and then we'll load up his commissary like a hundred bucks. It'd be great. And he just looks at me like I'm insane. And I go, I'm telling you, this will be awesome. He goes, you do that on your podcast. We don't do that on the huge show. We don't do that, that, that crazy wacko stuff. So I'm going to call the prison today off of the podcast and try to record a conversation of me weaseling my way in to load up the guy who stabbed Larry Nasser, his fucking commissary card. Ryan gets me. He says, ha ha. It's a fantastic idea. Damn huge in his straight arrow show. We don't have fun here. Kenny writes. Maureen says as if the prison will tell you who it was. Okay, you're right. You're right. They have not released the name yet. However, however, there is a way for your old pal Easy to weasel in. Remember, I am the master of charm. What I don't know about knees and keeping them strong and healthy, like knees over the toes guy, I am the leading uh, authority on charm. I can charm anyone. Doesn't matter. Whatever I want in the world, I can charm my way into it. Now, there's different levels of effort that I have to uh, put forth to do that. But if someone said to me, easy, 
this is the goal. How are you going to do it? I'm going to say by talking. By talking. I am so confident in my abilities. I'm like fucking Gandalf. Jedi mind trick, perhaps. Ryan says it's true. Those big fraud charms always get the dirt people to bend over. I've seen you do it many times over the decades. How do you think I've been married this long to such a wonderful soul? Who, by the way, God bless her today. She'll be, you'll be seeing the door open behind me in just a few minutes. She's going to be walking in here to drop uh, Darla off. Darla's in there with her right now. Um, yeah, I woke up and, uh, it was pouring rain, pouring. One of four dogs went out. O'Neal, he goes to the bathroom. The other three do not. While I'm watching O'Neal, the other three go into the other room and pee. They're like, fuck this. They, they've got it down. And they, and they pee on the uh, ceramic floor. Well, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But basically, we have like spirit lake of urine now in the, uh, in the TV room. And I, I'm not even aware of it. Yeah, if it's raining, they just say, oh, fuck you. We're going to go pee in the other room. And, uh, so I, O'Neill comes in. The NFK is sitting down to watch TV. Spirit Lake is in the TV room. He goes, hey, the dog's paid. I'm like, oh, oh shit. I don't have time to do this. I've got to get I've got to get this show going. I'm already late. She's sound asleep. She doesn't even have to get up yet. She has to work today, by the way. And, uh, summer school. And I go, hey, uh, can you do me a favor? What? I'm sleeping. I know, but I still got to feed the dogs and there's pee downstairs. Will you do me this solid and clean it for me, please? Please. Then I looked at her with my puppy dog eyes. Blinked a little. Yeah, she totally fell for it. I totally could have done that job. Uh, Maureen says, at least they didn't pee on the carpet. Get some pee pads for rainy days. No, no, we got towels. We got it. All those uh, YMCA towels that we would steal, those are used for sopping up pee. And then we just wash them and use them again. We don't even need pee pads. Just pee wherever you want. Who cares? It's fine. You're right, though. Not As long as it's not on the carpet. So thank you to Diane. Diana. God, gotta stop. I've been calling her Diane since January of 1989. You know, when I met her. But you're right. It's Diana. She said to me the other day, she goes, this is my the 35th birthday of yours that I've celebrated. And I go, oh, my God. There she is. There she is. Oh, my gosh. I was just talking to them about how you cleaned up the pee-pee for me. That was very sweet. Look at you and your pony. Your, your little ponytail. Pretty smile. Red hair. Okay. All right. Have a good one. I love you. I got the menace. She is full of it. 
Love you too. All right, I gotta get this dog on the couch. Hang on. Darla. Come here, honey. Come on. Oh my God. Look at how big this dog is. This dog is rapidly getting big, heavier and heavier. I can, uh, I used to be able to just haul her down the stairs, carrying her like a football. Like I was Walter Payton, great reference. But what, and now she's looking more and more like a traditional bulldog because her underbite is established. She's getting that underbite and her chiclet stick out and then the tongue, tongue will be hanging out of her mouth. Hello. Hello, big girl. Oh, my God. Go with your brother. There you go. Just a doll. Absolute doll. And I'm going to move over so I can see her. So things are looking up around here. Uh, Ryan says true Patriots don't need to be confined to bathrooms. An 80 year old big fraud Zane will likely feel the freedom to piss and shit wherever. This is true. This is true. Okay. Uh, more on Larry Nasser. Okay. So we're not really sure how exactly this went, but, um, The big thing about Larry Nassar is the unbelievable failure by everybody from school officials to the FBI. Uh, More than 100 women, including Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles, collectively sought more than a billion dollars from the federal government in lawsuits for the FBI's failure to stop Nassar. Agents became aware of allegations against him in 2015. That was the big mystery about uh, Nasser. You know, I mean, I could understand if you have a massively high-profile person who you, know, you have complaints and evidence against them, and then you like you want to be 100% sure before you actually um, arrest the person or, or whatnot, uh, but do it quickly, of course. Nasser, I, I, I never understood the... Um, the, the nature of the, or the, the concerns of, and, and why they waited so long to even um, put this guy in custody to keep him from actually doing his job and getting his hands on young women, and in some cases, men. And I also don't understand what is this crazy voodoo he had over people um, boy, his, uh, I guess he was just successful the first time and just kept doing the same damn act with trying to, cause he would, um, if I remember correctly, he would be treating a, a person, an athlete with whatever, a pulled muscle or uh, trying to help them, uh, uh, with whatever was bothering them. And the next thing you know, he's touching their genitals. Um, a lot of exploration, with his hands and fingers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Hold on. Hey, no, do not bite him. Trying to talk about Larry Nasser and you're biting Bruce in the face. Play with me. So I've, uh, I've fucking. First time I've heard about men and him, Corey says. This is the first time you've heard about Larry Nasser. Do you, do you read? Do you pay attention to anything? This was uh, a more uh, expansive, uh, heinous crime than Jerry Sandusky. And uh, the sinister level of it and the ensuing cover-up, I believe, and the lack of um, dealing with this, a lot of people were well aware of uh, Larry Nassar's crimes. And did nothing. It's an unbelievable failure. On so many levels. And and for what? I mean, if, if you find out in... Tw- if the feds find out in 2015 about this, and he had already been doing this for years, why did you wait even one minute before you went and arrested him? Michigan State was accused of missing chances over many years to stop Nasser agreed to pay $500 million to more than 300 women and girls who were assaulted by him. It's not enough. Uh, Also, USA Gymnastics and the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, they also employed Larry Nassar. They paid $380 million. So $500 million, Michigan State, $380 million, USA Gymnastics, and then uh, more than $1 billion sought from the federal government for the FBI's failure to stop Nasser. Now, I don't know where that ever went or if that's still in the legal system right now. Um, more on this after uh, he's he was uh, stabbed multiple times. I think he got six in like uh, his midsection and like uh, two in his neck and two in his back. It's remarkable. This guy uh, is is okay. He's going to live. Two people familiar with the incident but not authorized to publicly discuss it told the AP that Nasser was in stable condition Monday uh, after he was after the stabbing. They had to uh, initiate life-saving tactics in order to save the guy. Uh, those federal prisons, particularly this one, uh, they have been in the spotlight lately because they are understaffed. They're underfunded. So this is, if you're going to, if something's going to go down like this, this is the place to do it. Responding staff in, immediately initi- initiated life-saving measures. So the thing is, though, if you're, if I'm one of the people that works there, and Larry Nasser gets stabbed. And I'm the first responder. And I know everything there is to know about Larry Nasser. And Larry Nasser is bleeding at the end of the hall. I know that I am the first person 
that is going to be able to issue life-saving, put forth life-saving efforts to help save him. He's 40 yards away. I start to go, oh, hey, guys, let's go help Larry Nasser. And then I take one step and, oh, I hurt my foot and I go down. So I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this slowed me down big time from saving Larry Nasser's life. And then I get up and I'm like, oh, man, I, don't worry, Larry, I'm coming. And then I take another couple of steps and, oh, shit, vertigo. Bam! Hit the wall. Down. Oh, my God. I can't even see straight. And then it's like dizzy bat races. I start running back the other way, you know? And Larry's like, help me. Oh, my God. I just got stabbed 10 times. Somebody help me. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm fine. I got, uh, I twisted my ankle. And then I got vertigo. And then, you know, any, you, you know, you just slow the process down. I mean, let's pump the brakes here. This is Larry Nasser. And then, you know, after about uh, 45, 50, 60 minutes, you get there. And then uh, issue your life-saving uh, protocols to save to save Larry Nasser's life. <laughs> Josh says, uh, oh, so I'm sorry, I'm passing out. I'm having to, uh, I'm, I'm vagaling again. accidentally tip the stretcher over as it goes into the ambulance no you're like putting him in there and then you're like hang on i gotta sneeze at you and then you like flip it and he goes flying out of the fucking thing whoops forgot my toolkit to save your life i gotta go get it stay here larry stay don't move tyler writes ow my arthritic knee I can't walk. Oh, shit. I didn't do knees over toes today. Corey writes, Eric fingers him and says, how do you like it, Larry? Can you imagine if I started to like, if I jam my dick right in his ass? There you go, Larry. Or I put my dick in every one of his stab wounds. Oh, Larry, man, this, oh, this feels good, Larry. You got a, a pretty good feeling stab wound. Oh, yeah. Oh, you actually jizz in his stab wounds. <laughs> you see, this is what Bill Simonson fears that I'll get on a roll like this. Actually, putting my dick in every one of Larry Nasser's 10 stab wounds. Fucking Larry Larry Nasser's stab wounds repeatedly. Joe Pellerito, a non-idiot Pellerito family member, says, before I help you with your wound, do you need to use the bathroom or go potty? I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. All right, so for the record, on the Eric St. Joe podcast today, uh, probably the low point was putting my penis in all of Larry Nasser's stab wounds. That joke. I don't want to be associated with this type of content. <laughs> Shut up. Fucking pussy. All right. There is um his first victim is speaking out. 
the first person that was actually um, abused by Larry Nassar. That would be a Sarah Klein. She has spoken out. She is actually um, a sex abuse attorney now, Sarah Klein, uh, and a victim advocate. Now, I know right away when I take one look at this, she's she's going to be like, ah, nothing has nothing has changed, and and there is no uh, joy today. And but in in the back of my brain, I was like, come on, man, just. Say what we're all thinking. Good. This is such good news. But no one really wants to be honest here. We need to have a have all of the victims get together and have a Larry Nasser got stabbed party where actually a, a Larry Nasser type of pinata is there and each of the victims gets a chance to stab it. I mean, let's, these people were abused. And now Larry Nasser, it is clear this guy's going to die in prison at the hands of somebody because now that he's being, this is incredible, he's being nursed back to health and then someone's going to stab him again. So, I mean, this is really fantastic. This is so great. Uh, when Judge Aguilina or whatever her name is, uh, 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 sentenced him. I played that clip on Patreon. She was, I'm basically signing your death warrant. Now she was referring to him dying of old age in prison, but in the back of her mind, you knew she knew what was going to happen here. This guy's going to get, this is what they do with uh, molesters in prison. These prisoners have daughters in some cases and sons, or maybe they were abused themselves. You are really rolling the dice. So, if anybody says to you, yeah, there is no joy in Larry Nasser being a victim of violence, they're a fucking liar. There's plenty of joy. They're just too uh, buttoned up to show you how they feel. I will not do that. This is a good, good thing. And uh, even if she is much more knowledgeable about anything than me, Sarah Klein, and a victim... She's wrong. She should be expressing sheer joy. I know I would. I know I am. Uh, she issued a statement in response to the stabbing of Larry Nasser. Quote, the assault on Nasser brings no peace to me personally. How could it not? Or to the survivors I've spoken with today. All right, if you say so, sexual abuse attorney and victim advocate Sarah Klein said, the incident forces us to vividly relive our abuse and trauma at the hands of Nasser and the institutions, including law enforcement that protected him and allowed him to prey on children. Well, she's right about that. I want him to, to, face, to face the severe prison sentence he received because of the voices of survivors. Well, I think right now, if you had a choice, if Larry Nasser had a choice, like if you were in front of Larry Nasser, and uh, if Sarah Klein said, what is the better option right now for you? Living out your days peacefully without 10 new vaginas on your body in prison or being stabbed 
with Eric Zane putting his penis in each one of your stab wounds. He would say, I, I'd prefer to not be stabbed. She says, I absolutely do not support violence because it's morally wrong and death would be an easy out for Nasser. Well, I think you actually have to ask Larry that. I, I, I urge the Department of Justice and the Bureau of Prisons to see that Nasser is not allowed to escape his sentence and consequences of his horrible crimes. Two people familiar with the matter told the AP the attack happened Sunday at the United States Penitentiary Coleman. Uh, he's in stable condition. Again, as I indicated, the prison was experiencing staffing shortages. Quote, unquote, staffing shortages. Hey, we're uh, short guys. And gals, uh, who, do, who, does it, who do we not keep an eye on? Oh, that one guy who said he wants to kill Larry Nasser and is going to stab him. And Larry Nasser, no eyes on those two. All right, break. Have a good day, everybody. And then, and then the uh, the guy who's like running the uh, is the authority, the boss of all these guards. He has to walk by the bad guy's cell and say. Boy, that's really a bummer that we don't have a uh, staff to keep eyes on the guy who wants to stab Larry Nasser and Larry Nasser. I sure hope these cell doors don't accidentally open up today. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, Nasser serving uh, decades in prison. He admitted sexually assaulting athletes when he worked at Michigan State and at Indianapolis-based USA Gymnastics, which trains Olympians. Separately, Nasser pleaded guilty to possessing child porno. When the lesser of the charges is child porno, it's pretty bad. Frankly, I'm impressed with his ability to last this long in prison without being brutally attacked. Kent says, asshole of the day, Eric Zane for sexualizing stab wounds. Ryan writes, the statement should read, this stabbing of Larry Nasser provides joy and happiness. We can only hope he starts to feel some real pain and is continually injured injured each week in similar ways while continuing to live well into his 90s, being injured in this way every week. Yes! Corey says, this jizz-filled prison bloody stab gash. Stab hole rape is brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware for all your prison rape needs. Uh, Maureen writes, prison justice is the best kind of justice sometimes. Ryan says, Kent, what the fuck is the matter with you? Asshole today, candidate should be Larry Nasser, not big fraud Zane for a dick stabbing. Maureen says, hopefully his next sexual, his next assault will be sexual in nature. Yeah. 
you get like a carpenter's uh, 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 utility knife and put it right in his asshole. Make that guy's colon shredded like the fucking tail of a kite. There you go. So that is the big news since yesterday at the end of the free podcast. And I knew we had to spend significant time putting into perspective in only the way that your pal Big Fraud Zane Ken, Larry Nasser's stabbing the absurd response by the victim. I, I, you know what? I am so happy that you are safe and I'm sorry that you had to endure that. But you need to stop lying to people, Sarah Klein. Enough with the act that this is not a great thing. We part ways on uh, reaction. We part ways on the reaction to Larry Nasser's stabbing. It would not, it, it will not be a pleasant life for Larry Nasser going forward. Imagine life in prison, but getting stabbed along the way. That's what's going to happen to this guy. Crazy Ashley, who's just an unbelievable 50-year-old psychopath, writes, would this be a free market solution? Well, yeah, this this would be a free market solution. Free market solution, another way of saying you were canceled. Uh, Kenny says, asks, he was stabbed twice in the neck, right? Maybe it was one on each side and they used the shanks as handlebars. Oh, God. Uh, Trucker Dan says, it is no coincidence that Nasser and Boring Dean look alike. They do? I don't think they do. What are you talking about? All right. So that closes the book for now on Larry Nasser. He is healing. Let's hope he heals up appropriately and then throw him right back in the prison population and it happens again. Thank you for enjoying the show on Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and downloading the free audio podcast, wherever you download shows Uh, for the folks on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. But before I let you go, subscribe to the audio podcast, wherever you get shows and sign up for Patreon for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's a big week on Patreon. Um, I've, well, first of all, I forgot to load in uh, lost Zane recordings yesterday. So I suck. Today, we're going to have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. Tomorrow, we have, uh, who are these Zanes? We have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happening, and I'm recording another edition of Who Are These Free Beers, which will uh, be made available shortly after we finish up. I might even do that one live. This is all part of the Patreon community, ad-free, listener-supported, and you can get all of this for seven days free. If you're listening on the free podcast or on one of the live streams, just try it out for seven days. That's all I ask. And I won't let you down. 
Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane and sign up for seven days free. Now, if you like it, do nothing. It will. I just bumped that. If you like it, do nothing and it will automatically charge you. Because you have to put a payment form in there for it. If you don't like it, just cancel it. It's easy. It's not that you don't have to jump through hoops. And if you cancel it three days in, you still get the seven days. This is set up really in your favor. And if you really like Patreon, convert to a yearly and I'll take 10% off. Thank you very much for everyone who signed up on Patreon or are considering it. Uh, And thank you even to those who canceled. I appreciate the support uh, at the time. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to the folks on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Have a great day. Uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Facebook, you can find me at Eric Zane Show. Pardon me. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter at Eric Zane Show. YouTube, just search Eric Zane Show. If you ever want to say hello, send me an email, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. And we can correspond that way. Uh, thank you. All right. Uh, Linda says, I just re-upped my annual Patreon. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Corey says, maybe on Patreon, a recording of Larry screaming while getting stabbed. Now that would be something. All right. The open and live stream of today's show. Brought to you by my sponsors, A&E Heating and Cooling and the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. At A&E Heating and Cooling, um, my God, what you have at your fingertips there is a guy. Everybody needs a guy for various portions of your home. Not everybody can repair their AC and furnace. Joe Martinez is the guy. That's the guy you need. <clears throat> Excuse me. 616-516. Hang on. Ah, damn it. <clears throat> the hell is wrong with me? 616-516-8579 to get your AC tuned up. If I know we're midway through the summer practically, but for God's sake, um, if you haven't had this done in a while, get it done because your AC is working way too hard and we're getting to a point in the summer where it's on quite a bit. And that's a lot of stress on it. That sucker's going to burn out. Perhaps even a squirrel or something chews on the wires does happen. You have any issues with scheduled maintenance, 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage urges you to call them 231-332-6505. The number one mortgage professional team in the United States. They're everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are in the listening audience. If you're thinking about uh, getting into the mortgage market, reach out to Mario today. uh, 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3505. If you're a 50-year-old old old maid living with your mom and dad, uh, reach out to Mario to get your mortgage. Um. There is a grandma scam going around right now. 
I'm not sure exactly how these all originate. Well, I, I kind of do in, in this way. What they do is they, they find out who's old and they make a phone call, the bad guys. I'm not sure exactly what they're doing, but I think they're using artificial intelligence. This is quite extravagant. I don't know if this necessarily would um, uh, trick only a grandma. I think that this would trick just about anybody. Imagine picking up your phone and the voice on the other line is someone you know or love saying, you won't believe it. I just got arrested. I need your help. I need money. Um, but uh, so get together my bail and I've got someone coming to pick up the money, my courier through the court. That's believable enough that in the moment, I can't say that I wouldn't fall for that. That's exactly what's happening here. Uh, grandmas are getting phone calls and that is exactly the case. Kenny writes, scammers are the worst. I recently found a YouTube guy who hacks scammers computers and it's my new favorite thing. I have heard about that guy. My brother, World Book Jim, told me I need to tap into that and watch those. Um, these guys got busted though well-known scam that targets grandparents but tonight it's the alleged scammers who got taken arrested by police in west michigan deputies say the three out-of-state men posing as couriers collected forty thousand dollars from three unsuspecting grandmothers in kent county target aid investigator susan samples reports all three men are in west michigan jails tonight susan this was a i love her so much effort that took good timing a little luck and a lot of effort from deputies in ionia kent and ottawa counties ionia deputies pulled over two of the suspects ottawa picked up another who had a duffel bag stuffed with 18 grand in cash Jeez. and kent county put the case together charging two of the suspects with conducting a criminal enterprise Call it a traffic stop jackpot. This is what Ottawa County officers say they found when they pulled over a vehicle in late June, driven, they say, by 26-year-old Matthew Ramos Soto of Wilmington, North Carolina. This is why we gotta close the fucking border. Ramos Soto, say deputies, had been pulling the same scam as these two men from Hollywood, Florida, 22-year-old Pablo Balbuena and 23-year-old Anthony Rosario. Hi, Grandma. You know, I'm, I'm in a bit, a bit of a pickle. That's what this 78-year-old grandmother said she heard when she picked up the phone on a recent morning. And the caller, she said... Looks like she got that phone free with a Sports Illustrated subscription. Sounded Great reference. Exactly like her granddaughter. Then a man got on, said he was the dad of her granddaughter's friend, just happened to be a lawyer, and needed cash right. to bail her so granddaughter that, out of the Kent County Jail because... She, that she got into this accident on her way to work. She slammed in the back of a lady. And the lady got out, and she was hugely pregnant. And the whole scam took place over two hours and multiple phone calls. And never in this two hours... Does he go more than eight minutes before getting me on the phone? That's, that's what it is. It's two hours of him being on the phone. He ultimately convinced her that a bail bondsman couldn't meet till after 5.30 when the jail records office would be closed, meaning her granddaughter would spend the night in jail. But he could send a courier, so she headed to the bank where the teller asked her. Well, what do you need this for? I'm buying a used car. That amount of money is 
is money to buy a used car. The fake lawyer had convinced her she couldn't tell anyone. I already am in that mindset. It's just him and I and the granddaughter against the world. So when this guy showed up at her door, looking like a nice young man. I, I give him my bank bag full of money and he leaves. It wasn't until the lawyer called back and got her credit card number to pay the courier service that it clicked. I hang up and within two minutes, I know I've been scammed. It's, it's like, it's like the fog lifted. I know I've been scammed, and the first thing I think about is, he's got my credit card number. It's, it's like, no, I'm smart. I'm doing my due, due diligence. They're smarter. If, no matter how smart you think you are, they're smarter. She told me the fake lawyer gave her a name, said his name, and she checked for it online and found a name that was very close, so she thought it was legit. Kent County tells me these scams... All right, there's a couple things. You can't go with close enough name. I don't know. I think that... I want to think that there's no way I would have fucking fallen for this. This is only... you. You have to be over... 75 to fall for this because as you get that old you're you're declining your brain is mush so earlier when i said i think that i could have fallen for this there's no fucking way out of falling for this this can only this can only happen if you're 75 or older Scammers are very clever. They study your social media so they know things only family would know and they keep you occupied, just like she said, so you don't have time to call any family to check their story. She couldn't believe that she fell for this. The three out-of-state suspects are in the Ionia and Kent County jails. We will track their cases. They need to uh, expand on the um, the fact that the voice was of her granddaughter. You know, I... It, was that AI? Did they did they uh, uh, watch videos on Grandma's Facebook page, which allowed them to get some type of audio uh, sample to train the AI program? Because I'm not 100% sure how that works because I've never fucked around with it. I've, I've wanted to, but I never have time. But I think you have to provide a certain amount of audio to train the AI, and then you're able to utilize it and type whatever you want, and then you can say shit you know uh ryan says grandma hasn't heard from granddaughter in 15 years just guessing uh cole says well luckily i'll never bail anyone out we need your money or your son will spend the night in jail all right thanks for the info uh tyler says you're so quote unquote smart yet decide ah this name is close enough. Must be right. Why didn't grandma call anyone to verify? Not a soul. Here's 40,000. Ain't no thing. Kenny says, what about the Trump Biden AI debate Twitch channel you rated yesterday? Oh my God. That was great. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but it looked funny. Tyler says this lady is so quote unquote smart. I'm guessing quote sounds just like my granddaughter really just means any female voice. Yeah. We go back till we hear, Hey, hey, grandma is your granddaughter. So-and-so I need $40,000. Here's my lawyer. My God. 
very suspicious as to what is in front of me. It is a uh, growing English bulldog. I think wants to chew things that she's not supposed to. All right. Um, Maureen says you can walk into a bank and get over $10,000 in cash either. They need some notice. And then a federal federal report is filed on large cash transactions. K-Dub says this has to be a federal crime, right? Across state lines and such. I, I'm probably... There's a lot going on there. I don't know who I, um, I'm more shocked with grandma or the, uh, Nasser's first victim who said she's not happy that Larry Nasser got stabbed. That would be Sarah Klein. Man, I'd be fist pumping. I would have a fucking banger of a party if Larry Nasser got stabbed. It'd be so great. All right. Uh, I got to go pee-pee. Don't go anywhere. All right. Come in here. And Bruce is getting mauled by Darla. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, no. No, don't do that. She's actually touching his penis. All right. I'm going to keep an eye on these two. If it gets out of hand, I'm going to have to pause again and and, uh, put Darla downstairs. Cause she, uh, she's super aggressive. She annoys the hell out of them. And it's the thing before, um, Darla got here. Bruce was the, the King troublemaker. And now she is, look at him. Look at, he just got pissed off. He just got pissed off. You saw that she bit his foot and now she's, she's quickly gaining on him in strength. Like she can, it's pretty much a draw now. She's up to like 35 pounds. Bruce is 40. She's going to top out north of 50. All right. I got to separate them. I'll be right back. Where was I? I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. By the way, um, I, I had planned on talking about this, and it was also just sent to me, and I appreciate that. Uh, Kenny sent it along. I have an update on the world's worst soccer. Well, I got to tell you about the world's worst soccer coach. You won't believe this guy. This happened in Kenny's own backyard. And it's a flat out amazing story that this guy got busted. Uh, I'm going to try to get Rick from TC paintball in here though. Yo, Rick, how are you, buddy? I don't, uh, I don't know if you caught the beginning of this podcast, but I went into detail about uh, the past twenty-four hours with uh, knees over toes. Really? How much have you done? Okay, so I, uh, you, I talked about um, after I spoke with you. I mean, after I that free podcast yesterday, I went up and down the steps a few times. I think I talked to you about that, right? Yeah. Okay, and that that was I could sense that there was something good happening, so I did a lot of um, the the movements, and uh, and and a lot of walking up and down the steps backwards, and um, this is the first day that I was relatively pain free. I was able to um, mow the lawn and and perform uh, just my basic chores without 
constant throbbing and pain. And it's, I can't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not setting the goal of being able to run again, but uh, day by day here. And I know that yesterday was a complete joy to not have any knee pain like I did. And all I did was what you told me to do. What the fuck is going on? Isn't that profound? I couldn't believe it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, you know, you, you, you think, oh, people have bad knees. When they have bad knees, they're just done. If they're a horse, they take them up back and shoot them. Like, you can't get, you know, you can't get over bad knees and never be the same. And then the, the quote-unquote solution is, like, something as simple as this. I was, I mean, I was floored when I realized how well it was working. I couldn't believe it. I still can't. Well, what I, can you imagine now in a, in a, in, in, let's say that this continues to be fantastic and the knee gets stronger and then I'm able to do, to, uh, be, uh, let's just go with be pain free. I, I mean, I want to go to my doctor and say, so how do you not know about this? How are you oh, not man, aware? I went to the same doctor twice and that irritates the piss out of me. Like, you know, you just stand there going, yeah, these are the only, the only two avenues. And I'm like, you know, isn't there, isn't there something else you can say there? Like clue me in that there's like other things that you you should investigate that might work for you. Yeah. You know, it's not just those two things or whatever. I, I don't know, that's, that's really frustrating with modern, modern medicine. I mean, it's yeah. like everybody's specialized and they can't think outside of their own little box. Why is a Instagrammer eliminating my knee pain? Have you checked out dude on Instagram? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Do you see the one where he stands on the edge of the pool? I did see that one. It's it's, it's remarkable. The, the strength and the flexibility and um, the ability to um, uh, uh, do that. And that's the, he, he posts a lot of other people who have similar types of um, movements. And you're, you're right. These people are, are really, really bulletproof in the knee area. I've given you a lot of advice in the past, including Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, um, how you should treat your audience. This is just further proof <laughs> that you should listen to me more. <laughs> this is fantastic. I'm so happy. I, uh, yeah, I'm a, it's awesome. Yeah. Hey, come pull my sled. Yeah, come I'm, pull my sled. I'm going to do that, too. All right, thanks. Yep, talk to you, too. Uh, he's got a weight sled. And you just walk back, pull in the sled, and that puts stress on the knee. Knee over the toe. Oh, so... You just look up knees over toes on Instagram. Knees over toes pool. All right, this is the video. Oh, boy. Okay. This guy's name is Ben Patrick. I He might have been like an NFL player or a college football player. Audio video check. Without any equipment, you can start improving bad. Without any equipment, you can start improving bad knees right now. Step one, 10 minute walk, but backward. And if you use a treadmill, make sure it's not turned on. Then 25 tibialis raises. This does not directly strengthen the knee. It strengthens this muscle that goes from below the knee to the inside of the foot. That gets weaker when we stop slamming force into the knee. So bolstering it gives us a better chance to heal and return to activities without being as vulnerable. Finish your 10 minutes, your 25 reps. You just put money in the bank for areas that may have been decaying for years. And you improve your chances of regaining pain-free positions and eventually 
range of motion. So that Xero program helped thousands of us get back the activities we love. Then through further gathering of data, I've established standards such as 20% of your body weight for 15 strict reps. That's not perfect. It's a guide where no guide existed. So for me, it's really simple. Same me without a route, surgeries, painkiller addiction, icing my knees four times just to get through the day and having to give up my sport. Same me after not having to do anything for treatment, 10 years without a setback, achieve my lifelong dream of dunking. And when I play basketball, it feels like I'm dreaming because it feels so good. So I get overly enthusiastic, but you don't even need any equipment. It can help long-term. I make this stuff in America. I try to make it as affordable as possible. Okay, so he is selling a product, but fuck, I can get behind that. Goal of all of it is really simple. If you're not experiencing life as you hope for, I hope you get to experience that joy again. For this next part, I ask that you keep it between you and I here on YouTube where we're really in the educational mode and not. All right, I'll link what I just played for you up. I, I can't wait uh, to do all those stupid exercises today. My God. Kenny says, holy crap, how does he do that? Marine says, make sure you're wearing a swimsuit for that one over the pool. He's done this every day for the last 10 years. It's amazing what, what you can do with a little practice. So, look, I, I, I'm expressing to you, the audience, uh, I went up and down the steps backwards a few times. And now I, I'm not, now my knee doesn't hurt. It still hurts if I make it hurt. But how the fuck did this happen? And then the bigger question, why did I go to my doctor? And he said, well, no more running for you. Looks like you got some arthritis there. What the fuck? There's a real disconnect then between uh, the physical rehabilitation exercise world and the doc and the doctor's world. I watched it. I did it. I'm doing it now. I got to get this guy on the show, this uh, Ben Patrick. I think he's extremely popular. And uh, if you if you look online, there's all sorts of um, videos uh, disproving him and saying this is uh, this is bullshit and this. Well, okay, maybe, but I'm doing it, and I I, I have now one day complete of no pain, and that's where it was for weeks. Constant pain, throbbing pain. In fact, yesterday, after I did all this shit, and it wasn't a lot, and I was suddenly, my uh, pain went away. Then I was seated here, and it started to come back. It's, no, I'm not completely out of the woods. So I went over to the stairs and uh, walked up and down a few times backwards, and then that was it. Aram writes, watch this guy, says, now, it doesn't work after only one day. Just my luck. All right. Uh, I got to get to the world's worst soccer coach. Uh, I think there might be a uh, news story that goes with it. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Soccer coach is Camilo Hurtado Campos. He was at like a restaurant. He's driving away after he went to the restaurant. 
They're like, oh, fuck. Ay, ay, ay. I left my phone at the restaurant. And then he was probably like, shit. Uh, this could be, this could get, this could get ugly. People at the restaurant said, oh no, that guy left his phone. And they, uh, did what we would all do. And that is attempt to go through the phone and see if you can get some type of clues as to who owns the phone or how to reach them. And while uh, they're doing that, they somehow get access to uh, the pictures on the phone. And it's picture after picture of him raping small children. (coughs) What? Oh, game over. Game over. Police say they have arrested a popular soccer coach. Here's the guy that had the bad day. Camilo Hurtado Campos is being held in a Franklin, Tennessee jail. I think that's near Nashville. Isn't that like a wealthy affluent area on charges of rape of a child and sexual exploitation of a minor with additional charges expected to be filed according to a Sunday news release from the Franklin PD. Uh, police say they were alerted after Campos left the phone at the restaurant. Uh, they found dozens of unconscionable videos and pictures of children. And so they called cops. Authorities took a look and found it. So the amount of time that they're looking at it and the guy calls the restaurant, you know, there had to be a moment where it was like, Hey, can I come back and get my phone? You know, at some point they're going to have to say, I don't know. Well, well, we don't have it. If the, well, what do you mean you don't have it? I left it there. Yeah. It's not in our possession. I don't know what to tell you because that would be true if the cops then have it, but my God, authorities investigated and found hundreds of disturbing images and videos on the dude's phone. Uh, police say he recorded himself raping unconscious boys between the ages of 9 and 17. So far, the rapes of at least 10 kids were found on the phone, and detectives have managed to identify three of the children. Five more that we didn't know about have also come forward. We are nowhere close to the end of our review of the evidence in this horrific case, police said in a tweet Monday. Detectives say victims may not even know they were raped due to being in an unconscious state. Campos has lived in Franklin, just south of Nashville for the past two decades. The soccer coach would frequent school playgrounds where he would approach and recruit children to play soccer. Many of whom he would later invite to his home after gaining their trust, authorities said in the release. Franklin PD are still trying to identify the remaining kids and want to hear from anyone that may have been associated with him. His bond has been set at $525,000. The spokesman for the Williamson County Sheriff's office said it is not clear if Campos has retained legal representation. So there you go. Uh, This is, you know, 
We had, we were discussing Larry Nasser. Yeah, I mean, this story just hit yesterday. Okay. Um, so on a day where it's feasible that he was, you know, being informed of what was happening to him with the investigation and his arrest, he also has to learn that convicted Chomo Larry Nasser was stabbed nearly to death in prison. So he's thinking about two things, his future in prison and, you know, being murdered in prison. Oh, how fantastic is that for this guy to suffer? And he will suffer. And then all those poor young boys that were brutalized by this guy. Holy shit. Uh, Chris says, scarlet letter shit. Tattoo the forehead. Aram says, only a $525,000 uh, bond. There should be no bail. Uh, Chris says, they should make it well known what these sickos are in for when they go to prison. Yeah, what you need to do is outside of the prison, have those rolling billboards, you know, like you can drive a truck with a billboard on the back of it and say, uh, just his face and says, rape kids and just drive around the fucking place or, or, or hand out, you know, like when you go to the, uh, 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 take a leak at a restaurant, there's the Johnny advertising over the toilet. You know, you got to put, you know, over this, over the toilet, the guy's face and that he, uh, fuck rape kids. Uh, Kenny says, I'd love five minutes alone with this guy. I'd kick your ass if my back and knees didn't hurt like fuck. Hang on a second. Let me do knees over toes. And after I get all warmed up, I'm going to whip the fuck out of you. <laughs> Ow! Oh, fuck, knees over toes. Chris writes, see, these sick fucks always provide all the evidence of themselves doing terrible things. My God. Corey, oh, fuck. Corey writes, Kenny would just sit on him. Now that's bullshit. Come on now. You asshole. I would love to see a picture of you. Poor Kenny puts himself out there all the time. We're all on the same page. Amy says, Southern Eric gets me every time. The thing about Southern Eric is you gotta, you gotta see it in addition to hear it. Whether I'm doing Kenny voice or any other voice, the face that goes along with it is just fantastic fucking shit. I like it too. I'm not going to lie to you. I like doing Southern Eric. Hi, come on guys. <laughs> oh, uh, the Jessica face is classic. Now, Jessica, if you remember, was one of the pack of former Zaniacs. There was about 15 of them who uh, left, and she was one of them, even though I, I didn't do anything to her. I don't understand what happened to her. 
they all still listen every day, but they do it on the audio podcast or they come up with a fake name and then lurk on Twitch and then they keep to themselves, which is fine. I don't, I don't mind that. I, I, I don't care as long as you don't talk. Well, we were just sitting around thinking about you and your fucking shenanigans due to fucking dogging us and shit, motherfucker. We knocked back a couple of fucking shots of fireball, and then what, lo and behold, there we were listening to your fucking ass again. And I just got something to say to you. I ain't going to take any more of that shit with your fucking insults, motherfucker. What do you think about that? Huh? There's a reason why we left all you dumb motherfuckers. It's because of that fucking stupidity and arrogance, you Yankee fucks. I hope that it sounds and looks as funny as it feels when I see it. All right. So that's what's up with this fucking psychopath. We have uh, so much uh, sex stuff to talk about on the show. There's two more stories left that I have to get into. And one of them is also uh, centers around uh, sex. But before I get to any of that, um, you know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't really gone around the radio and listened to what's happening uh, morning drive. And I think today is the day that we do that. Help of alcohol. Oh, by the way, this is what, what you're about to hear is a tape from 2002. Free Beer and Outwing Show in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is what we're going to review for who are these Zanes. And uh, it was Eric, Greg, and Hot Wings from uh, March of 2002 in Knoxville. Never been heard before. This girl out. Right. You know, good looking girl. So I go and ask her out. Well, it turns out (laughs) she was a dude. I've got the prescription for you. Another hot beef injection. Now all these a-holes knew it, but I didn't, and I was drunk. You know, I mean, well, let me- listen to the Eric over fake laugh in the background. <laughs> she made, you know, he made a good-looking woman. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know. Was he a good lay? Uh, oh, come on now. It didn't go anywhere. It wasn't like I was... M- so the, the, listen to all the uh, homophobic and, and, and stupid shit anti-gay stuff we're doing. Or anything. They didn't... Thank God. Well, they, how did you figure out he was a guy? Surely you had to have some intimate contact. No, you I was so dumb otherwise. No, I did not. I went over and I talked to the guy. He, and you she, said, hey, you want? can I buy you a drink? And he said, yeah. <laughs> I talked to the she-male and I said, hey, baby, and... Hey, oh. uh, what's your name? If you said, hey, baby, you deserved no, it. I don't know happen. what I, I think. I, actually, probably what I said was, what's your name? <laughs> I was drunk. But, you so know. you kissed a guy. No, no. It's Hershey Highwaymen like no, you. No, that's not what happened. Don't you, you shut that mic. Dude, cover your mouth. 
located behind Long John Silver's on Clinton Highway. The but this time, when you come what to heaven, don't on. forget your car. I'm not sure what Knoxville's happened. Knoxville's new 104.5. The Bone Classic Rock that really rocks with us. Beer and Wings, Knoxville's only local rock morning show. And now a guy who kissed a man on a dare. Go. I did not! Then how come you talked after I said that? Ah. You made out with him and you touched his schmackle. Yep, you got talked into it because you were drunk. This is so anti-gay. This would not fly. We could actually play this now and say, oh, we must cancel Free Bear and Outwing's free market solution. Of course, Corey asks, why does it, it sound so bad? Who gives a fuck? It's a tape. Why do you ask stupid questions? I don't know what's going on there. I can't stay on the music too long or I'll get a Twitch ticket. Kids at the age of 8 to 17 years old, free lessons at Belknap Park. Now listen, if you just share. This is uh, the Big Joe and the girl who can't unplug her nose. Well, maybe. Yeah. Not with that attitude. Yeah, you're right. I got to try. Look at me. <laughs> uh, the free lessons are held on Sundays from 4 to 5 p.m. You must sign your kid up uh, in order to attend. You can't just show up like, hey, can we play? Yeah. Like, just sign up online, do that. Free play is offered after the lessons and on Wednesdays beginning at 5 p.m. That is so cool. I, I love that. You know what I really like about this? I think back to me being a little chunky kid. I'm not saying everybody would do this, but getting kids to move is so important. Oh, yeah. Well, getting them something to be invested in on top of it because if they've got an activity or something they care about, like, they're going to have a way better time. So uh, this is awesome. Good for you, uh, Grand Rapids Pickleball Club. Thanks for making everybody be included. Blow your nose. Now, um, this has been crazy. We've been following this story for a while. Madonna, I have to Tires one mile too soon. Get up to $100 on four no. <laughs> Rise early, watch the sunset, take a long walk. You might regain some of your old lust. I don't think rising early and watching... It says rise early, watch the sunset. I think they mean sunrise. Maybe they... Also, yeah. I don't think that's... No one's... If you're already super busy, getting up early to watch the sun come up, you're just going to be like, I wasted all that time! No. No. I mean, if it's a morning, Saturday morning or something. Yeah, I love waking up earlier than the kids with Ross. And I've oh, I've had God. parent friends before I date. By the way, that's going to end horribly. Somebody with kids who would say that hour before the kids wake up is like our. And um, I don't know why she talks. I don't even know why. I don't even know why they they let her get in the way. She's her own show. She should have her own show. She's such a bigger personality than them that she dominates over them it's her show they're just accessories on it optimistic attitude in the sense of after you know seeing that wedding she should be making the money that they make We're talking about Bible prophecy. Oh, this is perfect and no for Grand Rapids. no child of God can afford to be ignorant in these pregnant days 
in which we what a voice. are living. You might even be able to hear people. That type of accumulation where it, it's often... Nope, Puddin. Too bad. Wanted to hear Puddin. Someone says Devil Mike Jesus. Not a bad idea. In the flesh, he is called in the Bible the Beast. He's also called. He has many aliases. He's called the Son of Perdition. He is called the Man of Sin. He's called the wicked man. He's called the Antichrist. And that is to unveil him, to disclose him, to reveal him. And we're going to find that right here in Revelation chapter 13. And we're going to look at the entire chapter. Now, First of all, as we look at the nature of the beast, and that's the title of the message. The nature, the nature of, the beast, of the beast. I want you to I see you to his see sudden, sudden advent. That is his that is sudden his appearance. Sudden. Look, if you will, look, if you will. And, and I stood upon, I stood upon the sea. And I saw a beast rise up. Out, out, out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And upon crowns heads the name of a blasphemy suddenly he, he rises up <laughs> do this all day really I'm just entertaining myself uh, K-Dub says I've never heard this before but the scrolling through the local radio dial is my favorite segment oh come on now there's nothing better than me talking yeah, when you say that, that's an insult. Everybody knows that the best segment is as long... It doesn't matter what it is, as long as I'm talking. Then that's the best segment you've ever heard. Oh, this is the best segment I've ever heard. Why? Because Eric's doing it. And the next segment starts. Now, this is the best segment I've ever heard. Why? Because Eric's doing it. What's it about? Doesn't matter. Eric's doing it. I'm kidding. Kind of. Uh, thank you to Berlin Raceway. I will be at the racetrack Saturday, and you should be there too. Even if you hate racing, you should be at the racetrack Saturday. The Super Modifieds are there. I promise they won't let you down. So right today, I want you to go to BerlinRaceway.com, buy as many tickets as you possibly can, and then bring a group and come sit with me. All right? Make sure you have a DD because you're probably going to get shit-faced like the drunk that you are while we watch the races. You'll be annoying, and I'll have to put up with you. I might even hold your hair while you puke in the toilet. BerlinRaceway.com, 15 and under free, parking free. Bring a cooler with all of your snacks that you'll throw up later, and soft drinks, no glass, no alcohol. BerlinRaceway.com, tickets are 17 bucks for the Saturday races. Come hang with me. Uh, thank you to Throat Slash Dale, Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. I can only imagine Dale's reaction to any of the free market solution people 
who called Dale to say Eric Zane is being mean to my kid. The ferocity at which he would tell you to fuck off would be nuts. Some sponsors I worry about, I'm not going to lie, when free market solutions take place and try to cancel your old pal EZ. There were some there was some success in the free market solutions. There would be no success achieved with Dale at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. You've never had someone tell you to fuck off till you've had some guy who got stabbed in the throat like Larry Nasser got stabbed telling you to fuck off. Now the difference is uh Dale uh did not have sex with uh with children. This is all weird. Superior cleaning and power washing. Thanks to Don O for calling on Dale and Sarah the other day to power wash the house. Thank you. I appreciate that. 231-740-4098. That's 231-740-4098. In West Michigan, the number one IT company is Blue Frost IT. Now, they've been a sponsor for quite some time. If you're a small or medium-sized business, whether it's your business or you work for someone who has a business and they need to upgrade their technology, new computers, new servers, new routers, new uh, monitors, everything, uh, you need to sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT before you do anything. Okay, this 30-minute complimentary consultation will be able to uh, give Allens from Blue Frost some perspective as to the technology needed to make your business operate at the most efficient level. He will then go to work with uh, recommendations for what you need. Otherwise, you're going to go to the store and buy the wrong thing. Buy the right thing. And then Allen will help you set it up. You're busy trying to run the business. Why would you do this? You can't waste time and money by uh, going through this whole process, have Alan do it for you. That's part of what he does. After that all gets up and running, you need to have a watchdog who's taking care of everything in the event that something goes south. Uh, That is the managed IT wing of Blue Frost IT. I utilize Alan for these services. He helped me set up my tech here, just like what I described to you, and now he is the managed IT service provider for the show. If I need anything at all or if something goes south, he's just a phone call or an email away, and he's on it. He remotes in. He fixes what he can. If not, he comes here, and he does it for me. Blue Frost IT. Call today, 616-200-8550. That's 616-200-8550. Um. K-Dub says, we used to have a lot of local raceways here near Charlotte. Now it's just the big ones. Appreciate them while you have them. Well, Berlin's fucking growing. So awesome. Amy says, time? I I don't know. Are you referring to the races? The races start at 6.30 on Saturday night. So you and Mr. Amy get together, buy a ticket, and come see me. Text me when you get there. We're here. All right, look for my nose. I'll find you. Don't worry. Just send me a message. <clears throat> All right. Uh, moving on. Do you remember the time when uh, Lady Gaga's dog 
got um dogs got stolen like the dude was uh was was walking the dogs and uh a car pulled up and then they jumped out and like shot the guy Ryan Fisher was his name now he ended up surviving but they ended up the bad guys stole two of the dogs that was that was quite a story uh, this was that moment. This is this is hard to see and watch. There's Ryan Fisher. He's got Gaga's three dogs. These are the bad guys. These are the bad guys. And this is all caught on a ring doorbell camera. Now, it, Ryan Fisher does a good job here because after being shot, um, he has uh, uh, quite an easy time alerting people as to what has happened because he's very vocal. They, they took two of the three dogs. Then this guy got shot. And there's dog number three. The dog number three is going to help Ryan. Okay. So Ryan gets the help. He, uh, he lost a portion of one of his lungs, but he survived. Uh, Gaga flipped out. Corey says he screams funny. Little Homer Simpson in there. Uh, Gaga was shooting a movie. She was so shocked. You know, she's like, oh my God, I got to get back. I got to, I got to help Ryan. I got to find my fucking dogs. And uh, Corey says he, he sounds like a, like a cartoon. Something that just popped into my mind. Um, there was a scene from the Simpsons with Simpsons when uh, Homer was screaming. That's what that reminds me of. It's better. Yeah, that that exact thing right there. That's that's what that reminds me of. That's that's Ryan Fisher. Here you go. Well, anyway, uh, Gaga is like, I got to get my. I got to get my fucking dogs back. Flies back to the U.S. She's tending to Ryan Fisher. And then uh, she puts out a $500,000 reward, if you recall. Two of the three dogs are missing. 
Time passes. Some lady walks in to uh, the local authorities somewhere in California and uh, says, hey, I found, I have Gaga's dogs. Oh my God, this is awesome. She's like, where's my reward money? And they're like, well, yeah, of course, reward money. Now, uh, she looks like a hell jack. So they know full well that this dumb slut was involved in the kidnapping of the dog. And there were five people involved. She was one of them. Uh, the lady's name is uh, uh, Jennifer McBride. The three guys that were in the car, they, they were charged with attempted murder. They're in prison right now. Also charged were uh, these other two, Harold White and Jennifer McBride. Harold White was a father of one of the thieves. Jennifer McBride was dating Harold White. So um, they were stealing the dogs to sell. And then they realized, holy shit, uh, these are Gaga's dogs. And not only can we sell them, but we can get $500,000 if we return them. Here, Jennifer, you take them in and collect the, re- the reward money. But because she's stupid, they figured out quickly she's probably involved. And she was. She was charged with being an accessory to attempted murder. And she might even be in prison right now. And that whole thing unraveled. Um, so the story doesn't end there, though. Jennifer McBride, who was involved in the theft, she uh, sued Lady Gaga for not giving her the reward money. The nerve of this woman. I am. And can you imagine being the lawyer? To go, wait, what? You want to sue Gaga for the reward for, and you were involved in the theft of the dogs and covering it up and concealing. You had, uh, you were charged with uh, 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 being involved in an attempted murder and you want to try to claim the fucking reward? What a, what a bold move. And, Believe it or not, it took a little time for this reward suit to finally get tossed. But a judge has done that. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ, the judge tossed Jennifer McBride's lawsuit against Gaga in which she was attempting to get a court to force Lady Gaga to fork over a $500,000 reward that she promised to anyone who helped recover her stolen dogs in 2021. The judge said, there is a major problem with your lawsuit because you were convicted in connection to that crime. You pled no contest to knowingly receiving stolen property. Wow. The judge made it clear in the ruling saying, allowing McBride to pursue the claims would allow her to benefit from her wrongdoing. You know, they talk about the wheels of justice turning slowly, sometimes a little too slow. It should be like seconds. It should be where like the claim is filed and then the judge 
immediately gets it on his phone. And he has the option of just saying no, yes, or no with with reason. And then the no is with reason. He then gets into his car or she gets into her car, drives to the home of where this sick bitch is and actually punches her in the face. The judge did say McBride would have 20 days to try to amend the complaint, but it's not clear how she would find a way around this ruling. My God. The dogs are still fine. Gaga is still fine. And uh, Ryan Fisher is still fine. I think Lady Gaga might be one of the most attractive people I've ever seen with a huge nose. I mean, it's unbelievable how big her nose is. Take it from me. I have a big nose. Lady Gaga's nose looks like she's getting ready to do the fucking Humpty dance. All I can hear in my head when I see her beautiful faces. But she's beautiful. Never before has a big fucking nose been so attractive. This just goes to show you that a big nose can be ultra hot. Kyle, with a reference to the song, says she does look like MC Hammer on crack. All right, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny. But y'all are making money. That's all the words I know. And then the bulldogs. Those are those are fantastic looking bulldogs. Very very cute. I love the brown ones. I think they're they're my new favorite. The brown ones. Yeah, Lady Gaga's a total babe. All right, a little too young for me though. She's got to be what like forty now. I'm going to guess straight up 40. Lady Gaga age. I'm a little little under. 37. Look at that thing. That's a monster nose. Total babe. Lady Gaga giant nose picks. Did she have a nose job? It looks actually bigger. See, it says before and after. The after pick, it's she at, she got a size added to her nose. This is the only time in history someone has said, make my nose bigger. Because it is. It looks bigger on the after picture than the before picture. Well, I don't know. Maybe not that one. That one's pretty rough. That one actually looks like uh, fucking uh, Paul Bissonette from Spitting Chicklets. 
I sure don't like that giant amount of makeup, though. I kind of hate that. I take it back. I don't think she's attractive at all. I, I'm not a big fan of too much makeup. I like no makeup. Maybe a little eyeliner, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, mascara, and then I'm out. It always bumps me out. You know, when people have to put on uh, 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 too much makeup. I love people in their pure form. I want to see you when you wake up, like when the makeup is off. That, that, that's the most attractive to me. No makeup. Confidence is the key. Chris says that was a quick turnaround. Yeah, that was a little bit like Rick James. I didn't grind my feet in his couch. Yeah, I ground my feet in Eddie Murphy's couch. According to Gray and Green, men should not tell women to not wear makeup. Did they have that discussion? I'm not telling them to not wear makeup. I'm just telling, saying that I prefer women with no makeup. You know? Maureen says she's unrecognizable without her makeup. You wouldn't know it was Gaga. All right, I got to see that. Gaga, no makeup. Oh, she's beautiful. She's hotter than ever with no makeup. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, this one's my favorite. That is the best picture right there. That is the most attractive. When she looks like she's on heroin. Look at that. No makeup or plenty of makeup. No makeup. I say no makeup. You know, you want a chick who looks like she farts in her hands and, and farts in her hand and smells it. That's, that's what you want to shoot for. So, uh, for the record, I would never tell a woman not to wear makeup, but I will tell a woman that I prefer women with no makeup. Jimmy writes, I prefer women with a penis. That is strange. Good on you for admitting that though. The show has officially digressed to an unprecedented level. I'm not saying whether it's bad or good. Uh, There is an incident that is going on right now at uh, Northwestern University. Uh, This is at a school that's right by the Chicago area. They play Big Ten football. They've always been terrible. I think there was one period of time where they actually weren't bad, but last year they, they sucked. They're one and 11. Uh, the coach just got fired. Pat Fitzgerald. They, the school tried to get ahead of this on Friday of last week on the huge show. I was talking about how there's accusations of hazing and the school's like, all right, yep. Oh, we've determined, uh, we'll get to the bottom of this. But in the meantime, we're putting coach Pat Fitzgerald on a two week, uh, suspension. And that was weird. It's like, if you don't know anything, why are you putting him on a suspension? 
but they did know something. And it turns out that the only people reporting the specifics on it is the school newspaper, the Daily Northwestern. So you've got young journalists writing about this hazing drama. So as it is, uh, if you walk up to a player who makes a mistake on the football field and you clap over their head, that means they're going to be a victim of hazing, which turns out to be sexual assault. And the coach is even accused of doing it. Like if a guy fumbles the ball, the coach claps over his head. And then the next thing you know, he's getting raped or something like that. I might be wrong on some of that. I might as well just read right from the article. A uh, former Northwestern University football player told the Daily some of the hazing conduct investigated by the school involved coerced sex acts. A second player confirmed these details. I've seen it with my own eyes. Uh, Coach Pat Fitzgerald may have known that it took place. It's absolutely egregious and vile and inhumane behavior. The former player said he reported his experiences to the school in late November 22. This is yet another example similar to Penn State, similar to Michigan State with uh, Larry Nasser. These institutions will do everything in their power to avoid these incidents from getting out. And I always wonder about the mistake that they're making. Why not just immediately do the right thing and uh, uh, take it out of your hands and report it to the authorities? Why do you try to cover these things up? They eventually are brought to light. What's done in dark will be brought to the light. Uh, will, and then when that happens, you're in even more trouble. Former player said he reported his experiences in late November 22. He says much of the team's hazing centered around a practice called running, which was used to punish team members, primarily freshmen, for mistakes made on the field and in practice. If a player was selected for quote-unquote running, the player who spoke to the student newspaper said they would be restrained by a group of eight to 10 dudes all while wearing purge masks, like from that film. And then they would all dry hump him in the, in a dark locker room. Now I'm just going to assume that they would dry hump them till they jizzed because that's how these things go. You ever dry hump to jizz? It's really a bummer because, you know, then you're like so wound up. All you want to do is jizz in your pants. And then, you know, you're done jizzing. And then 15 seconds later, you realize you've got jizz in your pants. And that's a problem. You don't want to dry hump and jizz in your pants and then still have to wander around the street. If you're going to jizz in your pants, you better do it like just before you go to bed and then throw the pants in the wash or have the dog eat it or something. I don't know. It's a shocking experience as a freshman to see your fellow freshman teammates get ran, but then you see everybody bystanding in the locker room, the player said. It's just a really abrasive and barbaric culture that has permeated throughout that program for years on end now. Student student newspaper obtained images of whiteboards labeled Runs Giving, like Thanksgiving, Runs Giving and 
Shrek's list containing a list of names indicating players that the player said needed to be ran. So if you were on Shrek's list, you were going to get run. The player said the tradition was especially common during training camp and around Thanksgiving and Christmas, thus the terms runsgiving and runsmas. Kind of clumsy to say. It's done under the smoke and mirror of, oh, this is team bonding. But no, it's sexual abuse. According to the former player, team members allegedly identified players for running by clapping their hands above their heads, around, above their heads and around the player. The practice was known within the team as the Shrek clap. Mm. Also, Pat Fitzgerald, the coach, repeatedly, according to the player, made the signal during practices when players, specifically freshmen, made a mistake. The players, uh, the player believes some players interpreted Fitzgerald making these signals as knowingly encouraging the hazing to continue. That's what I was talking about. So that some guy drops a fucking ball, the coach makes a sign. Oh, that guy's going to get dry humped. Everyone would just be looking at each other and be like, bro, Fitz knows about this because you wouldn't take that action. Otherwise, the player said everyone joins in because he, because he's the head coach. What What's wrong with football? It's always football, sometimes wrestling where terrible hazing takes place. My God. All right. There's more to this, but I'm out of time. I'm going to link up the article. You can check it out. But now uh, Fitzgerald, I think, just got fired. Pat Fitzgerald News. Uh, yeah, he got fired. 12 hours ago, it was reported that Pat, Pat Fitzgerald has now been fired. Unbelievable. Um, okay, let's get into the asshole of the day. Chris writes, yes, have the dog eat it. Josh says, have the dog eat it. Fucking savage. Uh, Yesterday, the asshole of the day was KMK and Baldwin Ace Hardware. I did have a conversation. I finally convinced Mike from Baldwin Ace Hardware to call me. It was weird uh, because in the conversation, I go, well, no. I mean, what did you see? He goes, "Oh, oh, I saw the clip. Because KMK produced a clip of just me saying my joke. Five second clip. I go, oh, that's all you saw? You're 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 basing this on he goes, no, I uh I watched some more. I saw more. I was like, did you? What did you see? And he's like, Well, you know, you gotta understand, uh the, the community where I live in, people who visit here in this uh in this uh resort area is uh they're all from ottawa county so i can't risk it i said ah, whatever i don't even care it's not worth it i'm not even going to ask you to come back even if you said hey i, I want to come back i wouldn't let you at this point better off not i'm convinced he thinks like them that's what i that that's what's in my brain whatever i don't even give a shit thanks for your support uh, asshole of the day brought to you by TC paintball. You know, who's not the asshole of the day is Rick from TC paintball, nor is it, uh, uh, knees over toes guy. 
Chris agrees with me. That's ex- that's what it is exactly. I'll bet you a million dollars. See, the thing is, we've had conversations, me and dude from Baldwin's Harbor before. And uh, I left some of those conversations over the years after going out to lunch. And I was like, hmm, I think I just got a hint as to where you are, where your head is about all of the things going on politically in the world. I think I have an idea, but I ignored it. And now we have this. And I said to him, I go, dude, I'm not here to deliver you political beliefs. I'm here to deliver you an audience. And if if a few people who say, we are against cancel culture, then try to cancel me, what does that tell you? You don't listen to those people. And then he actually goes, no, 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 this was not cancel culture. I go, "It, it wasn't? What, what is it? If they're calling my sponsors to tell on me, that, that's actually by definition an attempt at cancellation. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Nick says, one star for bumfuck Baldwin Ace Hardware where everything costs double. Tyler says, ah, so he's also retarded. Good to know. No, it's a nonviolent free market solution, guys. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I got a nomination for grandma for falling for the, uh, for the scam. How about the soccer coach? How about the guy who stabbed Larry Nasser for failing to murder him? How about the lady who was victimized by Larry Larry Nasser who won't get on board and say that this is a good day? All right. Today we are going with uh, late on the show. The pedo soccer coach is going to be your asshole today. Brought to you by TC Paintball. We are doing a uh, nonviolent free market solution on that guy. Uh, thank you so much for being part of this show. That is going to do it for me. I'll talk to you a little bit later on, just a handful of minutes, uh, for Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia with Dale, taking on my pal uh, Jeff. Jeff, uh, thank you so much. All right. Till then, thank you so much, folks. Have a good one, and bye-bye. Oops. Cow fade.